Emotional Detox, seven steps to releasing toxicity and energizing joy is out in the world now. Most of what we have been calling an emotion is actually a reaction. It is time to wipe the slate clean and learn the truth about our emotions, including the power they have to transform our lives, relationships, communities, health, finances, and more. Welcome to Emotional Detox with Sherrianna Boyle. Hey guys, have you ever woken up with anxiety? I know I have. In fact, I woke up with anxiety today. I did. I woke up and I could feel it in my body. And I thought to myself, what the heck is going on? Because it's not like I was running around this weekend like a crazy person because my life was actually pretty balanced. I had time for a little bit of everything. I worked a little bit. I spent time with my kids and my husband. I even cleaned my house and got everything kind of up to speed. So why? Why am I waking up in the anxiety loop? So I just want you to know I've written several books on anxiety now. And just because I've written books doesn't mean I don't go into that loop now and then. However, I will tell you I don't stay there very long. In fact, probably this morning I went into the loop. I recognized it. And that's the key thing. You have to understand what's when and it's happening. You have to be able to recognize the loop of reactivity. And then I went into the cleanse and then I learned a lot as I always do when I go through those seven steps in the emotional detox in the acronym of cleanse. I learned so, so, so much more and become wiser and clearer. And I'm actually able to help people in a way that I wouldn't have been able to help on the level that I'm able to after going through an experience like that. In the emotional detox mindset, I want to remind you there is no bad and there's really not a bad day. And yes, we can sort of revert to that, but there really is no such thing as good day, bad day, better day, worse day kind of thing. It just is. And sometimes there is no real reason for you to be in that loop, at least not consciously. But we know that we are far more than our conscious minds, guys, that we've got this subconscious thing going on. And it's always sort of playing. It's got stuff coming up and we have to embrace it. You cannot control your subconscious. It's going to run and it's going to bring up memories. It's going to bring up things in the form of triggers and reactivity. And sometimes we're going to be calling it anxiety, but I really see it as reactivity now. But I'm explaining it in those terms. So you get me when I talk about that anxiety loop. Today, I want to focus on one aspect that really keeps that loop into motion. With that said, it's not the only thing. My hope is to really increase your awareness and also to encourage you and guide you in how to use the cleanse method, which is featured in both of my emotional detox books, Emotional Detox Detox for Anxiety, and then the core book, Emotional Detox, Seven Steps for Releasing Toxicity and Energizing Joy. So with that said, let's first begin and take a nice deep breath, everybody. So sit up nice and tall and let's inhale and let's exhale. So just kind of get yourself centered, whether you're in a chair or you're standing or you're driving, just 
take a second and really just center yourself. Pay attention. How are you sitting? Are you leaning to one side of your chair? Straighten your shoulders out up a little bit. Straighten your spine up a little bit and just really show your body that you are willing to tune into this conversation. Just by the way that we sit, folks, the way that we hold our body says a lot to our subconscious mind. So your mind might say, okay, I'll listen along, see what she has to say. But when you sharpen up your body, you are really making an announcement to your subconscious mind. Hey, I'm with you here and let's tune in and pay attention so that we can all work together here, right? The subconscious and and the conscious mind. So take one more deep breath here, inhaling and exhaling. So inside this loop of reactivity, I know formally called anxiety, and I'm going to call it reactivity, is this thing called internalizing. And the internalizing is when something happens in your life and you really take it to heart, right? So you internalize it. And more specifically, what that means is you might actually allow it to assimilate into who you are, your nature. And if you're not sure what assimilate means, which I'm always kind of looking up words myself, it means to really absorb something as if it's you. You make it a part of you when you internalize something. So we can internalize a lot of things. We can internalize certain attitudes, right? Certain thought patterns. We can internalize behaviors. We can internalize learnings. Happens all the time. The challenge with this internalizing is there's going to be consequences for that. Usually the consequences are negative. The consequences for internalizing anxiety in particular is you will feel it in your relationships. You will feel it in your attitude towards yourself, the way you view yourself, your self-esteem. It can even filter into your productivity levels, how you perform in your your career, the kinds of situations that come in and out of your life. And it's not that we don't all go through challenging situations. God knows I've been through my fair share, but it's really how do you move through them and how do you gain from them? Because every situation does have something to offer you. How do you gain from what showed up? What did you learn? What do you know? What is the wisdom and what is the energy that you gain? So internalizing happens very often when we're young. We can learn that behavior and a lot of times we can inherit it from other people, a way that we internalize so we can kind of come into this world with that pattern already riveted in our genetic line. So you see sort of a a pattern of internalizers and people do it in all sorts of ways. But here's some signs that you may be internalizing anxiety, okay? And this, again, is inside that anxiety loop. We're we're going within it. One thing is anger. If you feel angry about something, but you're not necessarily telling anybody about that, maybe people kind of know you're angry. They kind of sense it and feel it, but you're not really coming clean about that anger. So specifically with anxiety, people tend to be angry in their head. 
<laughs> they vent in their head. They rant and they rave and they go ruminate and they circle it and it gets them all worked up. Before you know it, they're really kind of fed up and nothing has happened, but it's like this huge movie has played in their head. And by the end of the movie, they are the character. They are so entrenched into this character that they kind of lose a sense of themselves in the meantime. So that is a sign of internalizing. The other is self-criticism. So if you are putting yourself down, so maybe you try in an outfit and you're like, oh God, I'm so fat or I'm so out of shape. And you might say it in your head. You might say it to a friend or a loved one, or I'm so stupid or whatever it is. But if you are criticizing yourself, that is a sign that you are internalizing your anxiety. Right? It's that self-criticism. The other thing is worry, right? If you're worried and people worry about all sorts of things, they, they worry about the future, right? They worry about what's going to happen, what the unknown kind of thing can really spark that worry. People worry about being alone. I get that a lot with clients, being alone, not really finding love or not having a certain relationship work out or being stuck in a certain situation um, in their lives. They worry about their health and where are they heading with their health? Is it going to get worse? Is it going to get better? That kind of stuff. So those are the three signs that I'm, there's many more signs. I'll reveal a couple more in a moment. And that is the anger and the self-criticism and the worry are signs that you are internalizing. So how do you know? So that's, that's, that's the big way. Uh, but the other way that, you know, you are internalizing is there's often a, 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 there's a moment where you might get quiet, right? So something might happen and you, you find you get quiet and, but not in a way that's peaceful, quiet, where you're just kind of sinking into the moment, but a quiet in like a protective kind of way. And in a way where you feel like you have to sort of withdraw and remove yourself from a situation. These are little signs that you're beginning to internalize something. Now, I ran this once I realized that I was in the loop. I went into the um, um, the seven steps. I went and ran it, what I call running it through the cleanse. And once I ran it through the cleanse, it was really interesting, guys. I, I've learned that it's not just about internalizing. What happens with that anxiety loop is we internalize. And then from that internalizing, it bounces to becoming externalized. But often in a way that's hurtful to ourselves and to others. So there's like a bounce thing that happens. Like, and so for example, for example, if, if you self-criticize yourself, so if you put yourself down 
and I'll use the I'm so fat example. This could bounce into externalizing, which is a behavior, for example, of maybe comparing yourself to others or making a judgment about other people, um, particularly people that maybe in your age group kind of compare yourself within that that framework. We tend to, if you ever notice that, by the way, have you ever noticed we, we tend to compare ourselves more to people within our age groups? Kind of interesting. <laughs> so when we internalize, just I just want you to see in that cycle, that loop, that it is going to bounce to externalizing, but it's going to do in a way where you're not going to be aware that it's, that it's happening. It's just going to do it. And then all of a sudden you're going to be like, crap, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Why did I frame it like that? Why did I, you know, make a big deal about this? Why did I over-focus on that? And you're just sort of like, man, oh, now I got myself all in a hot mess, right? That's what that bounce looks like. It is not one that you necessarily intended to happen. It just kind of haphazardly bounced in that direction. And now you have more consequences to deal with for that. So let me give you another example of it. So another example would be, let's say, um, let's see, you vent in your head about maybe something that happened in the past. Okay. You are upset about it and you're, you're bringing it up and it's, it's, it's moving along and you're, you're revisiting something that you thought you let go of, but you really didn't let go of it kind of thing. And that bounces into you making a very quick decision to sort of cut off a relationship or tell somebody, you know what, I can't hang out with you anymore. I don't want to talk to you anymore or stop texting me kind of thing. That was a bounce. Okay. That was a bounce. That is all within the loop. The, the other one could be, I'll give you one more example, is um, the worry, right? And this is the one that I had um, woken up with. It was really me worrying about, it's actually me worrying about one of my kids, kind of going through it in my head. And I, and then the, the bounce was, I actually didn't do this because I cleansed it. So I actually, I didn't get to the bounce, but what could have happened was I could have bounced that into giving unsolicited advice, right? I could have woke up in the morning and then all of a sudden started to wanting to fix the thing that I was worried about or make it better kind of thing. And, and you can see how easily, right? The two of them are connected. So everybody now, now that I've given you that information, if everybody could just take a deep breath with me now and inhale through your nose and exhale through your nose. Yeah. So this is important to run through the cleanse. So again, you, you're going to go through those steps. What I did learn when I went through the steps and I ended up guiding someone else through the steps is that 
within this loop, we often tell ourselves stories about this internalization that contributes to this bounce. And so, for example, um, let's say that, um, I don't know, let's say you call yourself fat, right? And you get really upset with yourself and then you bounce, meaning you externalize and you eat like something that you would normally never eat. Like, you know, you don't want to eat that, but you do. You eat it because you you're internalizing and there's a negative consequences for that. And usually it's haphazard. So you just all of a sudden gobble up something that you've really educated yourself a million times about not to eat kind of thing. Um, and so the story within there that I'll sometimes see with people is that you might say to yourself, fine, I'll start, I'll start fresh tomorrow, right? I, I, I'm going to be better tomorrow. I'm not going to do this is the last time I'm going to do that, right? So that's an example also that plays within that anxiety loop, right? So now you have pretty good idea, pretty good sense of what this is all about and why you'd want to cleanse. You want to recognize it. You want to be able to see the signs that I'm in the anxiety loop. And then you have a choice, right? With the emotional detox, you have a choice. You can, you can keep doing what you do. You have full permission to do that. This is your life. This is your free will. You can go and just handle it the way you handle it. Or you can choose to move yourself through the steps. In addition to the steps, because I know I'm not going through the steps with you here. So some other things that you can do to externalize this anxiety in a healthy way is you could create some healthy ways to expose and to express what it is that you're pressing down. And some healthy ways to do that, guys, is through music, right? If you're someone who likes to play music, write music, sing, even if you don't have a voice, just be in music. Even playing music, feeling music, listening to music can help prevent you from going into that bounce thing that I'm talking about. The other thing is art. Again, you don't have to be an artist. And I think that's why people don't always use these tools because they think, oh, well, artists are going to do art and musicians are going to do music. But these tools are available for all of us. We don't have to be good at something to be able to use them as a vehicle for expression. And of course, you know, my favorite is writing and I'll just write. And that way I'm less likely to internalize it and it starts to express itself in a healthier, more productive, less self-sabotaging way. So I hope that expands your mind today on what this loop is all about, how it works. I know we're going to be talking about anxiety again. This is a huge topic and there's so, so many subtopics to this. So we will definitely revisit this again. But in the meantime, have a great day, guys. And don't forget to cleanse. Thank you for listening. To learn more about the Emotional Detox live group coaching sessions and all of Sherrianna's books, go to sherriannaboyle.com.